Hey guys, it's Sammy and Robbie back again to tell you about another upcoming con. And we're super excited about this one. Mm-hmm. It's another Indiana one. This one is Pop Con, Indie Pop Con to be exact. And it's going to be in Indianapolis, again at the Convention Center. Indiana Convention Center. Right in downtown Indianapolis. And Robbie will be there April 26th through the 28th. Yes. We were just at the Indiana Comic-Con, so if you missed us, Mm -hmm. you get a chance to meet us again Mm -hmm. at PopCon. Yes. Well, at least Robbie. At least me. Ashley will be there. Oh, yeah. Ashley will be there. That's an exciting thing. Ashley will be there, so you get to meet a lot of us on the network. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-thirds. Two-thirds of it, yes. Mm -hmm. So, if you're coming to the show, please stop by the Limitless Broadcasting booth. Mm -hmm. We're always excited to see you. All right. Oh, my God. Well, I guess we'll see you guys at the show. Bye. Bye. I'm Robbie. And I'm Sammy. We're starting a new podcast. This is Leonora Shelfo, and you're listening to You Can't Kill the Boogeyman podcast, presented by the Limitless Broadcasting Network. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram at BoogeymanPod. Yes, so if you like horror movies, scary movies. We are both big horror fans. Mm-hmm. Check it out on all platforms wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget, everyone is entitled to one good scare. All it takes is faith and trust. Oh, and something I forgot. Dust. Just a little bit of pixie dust. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Sammy. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Shall we begin? It's time to get things started on the most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, Welcome, Pixie Dusters. We're your favorite hosts. I'm Sammy. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Pixie Dust Twins podcast, produced by Limitless Broadcasting. Go to limitlessbroadcasting.com after the show and check it out. <sighs> oh my goodness, the sigh. The sigh, really? <laughs> Good. So today, <laughs> we are continuing our Star Wars journey uh-huh. to a specific movie it is a time of civil war (laughs) pretty much Mm -hmm. we are talking solo today so the prequel movie of han solo and apparently how he became how he is today Mm -hmm. we have some debate about i have some debate about that everyone else we all know whatever we know but before we get to the debate because i feel like i'm about to get like attacked so pixie dusters come save me like i'm about to be attacked I think I'm on my own side today. Yeah, I'm gearing <laughs> up, man. I feel like I'm, you know, I'm got, I got my shields up too. I'm ready to, you know. Oh boy! All right. I'm in the trenches. <laughs> in the trenches. 
With the emerging demand of hyperfuel and other resources, Han Solo finds himself in the middle of a heist alongside other criminals where they meet the likes of Chewbacca and Lando Calrissian in an adventurous situation exposing the criminal underworld. That is a great summary. Yeah, What is. happened? <laughs> oh my goodness. I might just say things just to take you off, Sammy. This is going to be great. I can't There wait. was a criminal underworld. There, there was, was, yes. We did see mm-hmm. it. We did. So let's talk some trivia. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford revealed that he's seen the movie and thinks it's phenomenal, but skipped out on the premiere with the rest of the cast because he didn't want to steal Aiden's moment of glory, which I... I understand why he skipped it because let's be real if the actual like first version Han Solo showed up to the premiere no one would care about Aiden they would it's all true. want to talk to Harrison yeah, yeah that would like, ruin it for the other actors so. it really would ruin mm-hmm. it for him sadly so in the quote from IMBD around phenomenal they put quotation marks in the in the in the thing so I thought so my comment is if he actually used quotation marks, like if Harrison Ford was talking and he like said it sarcastically or said quotation marks, I don't believe him thinking that it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't believe it. I don't believe him. But apparently Sammy has proven me wrong with some quotes. So Sammy, go ahead. Take it away. Uh-huh. Yeah. A little <laughs> Google search. Mm-hmm. So according to Ford, he said, I just thought it was spectacular. He revealed to Entertainment Tonight. I thought... The star, Alden, whatever his last name is, I don't have to say that, was so smart about what he did and how he did it. I just couldn't be happier, end quote. (laughs) And then the second quote I found, I believe this was from Ron Howard. He said, I had never heard Harrison effusive about anything, and he was raving about it. He said, Alden nailed it. He made it his own. Dang it. And then I put a winky face and a laughing face in our show notes because I thought okay. it was hilarious. See, uh, all I hear from On that my is... comment, I said if. I didn't know <laughs> if it was right, real or not. <laughs> it Go could ahead, have Dan. either way. I want to hear Dan's reaction, though. Just the, the, the joy. All, all I can hear from Harrison Ford is beneath all of that is, finally, I don't have to play Han Solo anymore. <laughs> Which Thank is probably God. the most accurate Get out of my house. statement. Get off my plane. This is Where's literally, my family? this is the most accurate <laughs> statement right here. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Like he is, he is tired. He is old. He wants to live in peace and he wants to say goodbye to Han Solo. Mm-hmm. And now someone else is taking the reins. He's your problem now. He's <laughs> mm-hmm. your problem now. <laughs> oh <sighs> boy. Okay. Well, apparently Harrison likes it. Well, there you go. In the first Star Wars film, this is the first Star Wars film in like the official canon where nobody actually says the word Jedi. So this was the first non-Jedi movie, which I mean is good. We need to have these shows and movies and even books mm-hmm. where we aren't just talking about Jedi, but we're talking about just the universe in general. There's so much more to it than that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Harrison Ford brought our love of smugglers to the screens in the seventies. And now we can continue that story with Alden who knows if he'll show up somewhere else Mm -hmm. elsewhere yeah 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 he i he i will tell you after i watched it a second time he did grow on me as han originally like i did not like him as han 
at all. But I was also like really annoyed with some of the, he ruined a book that I loved. Like his, okay, they mm-hmm. chose him in Beautiful Creatures and I loved the book and I hated the movie. Mm-hmm. So I went in with a little bit of bias when I first watched the I see. Okay. I see. But I do, I think he did. I think he does look like a young Han Solo now yeah. after mm-hmm. I watched it a second time. I will, okay. I will admit. Okay. Ron Howard said that, said that one of the best experiences on this movie was directing Chewbacca and getting a hug from him. That is adorable. Like, I don't you care how tough you are. The real Chewbacca, like Absolutely. Peter Mayhew. Mm-hmm. I think doesn't matter how tough no, you are. You would Peter Mayhew. Mayhew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't Peter Mayhew. I forgot he didn't. He wasn't in this. No, movie. it was some other guy. It was Jonas Sutamo. He wrote a heartfelt letter to Peter, saying that he was doing his role not just for the Star Wars fans, but for Bray- Mayhew himself. No, oh, that's nice too. Yeah, that was sweet. Let's see here. When Luke and Obi met Han Solo in Star Wars, the original, Han boasts about the Millennium Falcon speed by claiming that the ship made the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. People quickly pointed out that a parsec is a measure of distance, not time. We're getting a little nerdy here. One parsec is about 3.26 light years or just over 19 trillion miles. Star Wars printed materials... Printed materials explain that the Kessel Run is a route of fixed distance, but Han found a shortcut shortcut that limited his flight to about 12 and a half parsecs of the force awakens also references the kessel run in this movie the kessel run is normally 20 parsecs long and runs along a series of corridors through a nebula han traversed the nebula itself risking debris very large creatures and a phenomenon called the maw making it the other end in just under 13 parsecs when he rounded it down to 12. Lando says it's impossible to make the run in less than 20 parsecs. So it's still quite a feat. I love how they say shortcut. It's like literally he like just went through a bunch of crap. Like it's not a shortcut. <laughs> it's death. And somehow he made it through. It's death. <laughs> well, this is the same guy who went straight into an asteroid field. Mike. Exactly. It's too so, this is true. I mean, it's, it's Han Solo just doing Han Solo stuff. It's, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yep. Well, and I felt like when he was going in there, um, what's her name? LS something, something, the droid. She's oh, yeah. at some point she says something and I just, I was waiting for it. They didn't have him say it, but I really wanted him to say, don't tell me the odds and right. then go into the, to the maelstrom. I was very sad that they didn't, they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Cause I think it would have been very Han Solo. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. A Drayden boss. I forgot Paul Bettany was Drayden Voss when I watched this the second time. I'm like, oh yeah, Paul, I mm-hmm. love Paul. Same. Yeah, yeah right. Vision. Yeah, yeah. Vision. His original art, conceptual art, portrayed him as a dinosaur bird-like figure with the development of a love, but with the development with a love triangle triangle between him, Han, and Kira, his design became more humanoid, majestic, and handsome in order to invoke, invoke more jealousy from Han. I am still under the impression Han Solo does not get jealous. Aha. Uh-huh. And here I quote. Hmm. When oh, I met I know Lando. Where now. <laughs> now you know where I get from. Now I know where you're going. <laughs> when Lando meets Leia. He doesn't stop. Oh, oh, moment. Okay. She introduces herself and he says, welcome and kisses her hand. And Han's like, all right, I'll write you old smoothie. Can't tell me it's not jealousy. 
I don't think that's jealousy. He's a little jealous. And then when he doesn't know what's going on with Luke and Leia and he tries to ask her about it and she's like, I don't want to talk about it. And he kind of throws a fit about it. He's a little jealous because he doesn't. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's, yeah, valid points. Thank you. Also another scene in Cloud City when- <laughs> Okay, uh, fine. <laughs> oh, please, let's hear his point. Uh-huh. A very subtle thing, but it's there when after- he escorts he and Lando invites them to dinner and he you know extends his arm for Leia mm-hmm. right and then Han immediately goes to the uh, other side of Leia yeah, right it's like one. the way they block it's yeah, like yeah 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 you know, it's very like all right you're moving in on my territory here pal mm-hmm. mm, okay fine Han Solo does jealousy Boom. <laughs> I think it just also blows down that I don't like Kira so anywho <laughs> that's it yeah. After Ron Howard came on board, there was a question about who would receive the directing credit. Because, you know, if you don't realize this, people who are what listening, because you might not have seen Han Solo, there were two other directors who technically filmed, I think, almost all of it. Mm-hmm. Someone was like, what is this crap? <laughs> That's my per-, per... Guarantee it was Kathleen Kennedy. Probably. And she's like, yeah, we're going to bring in somebody else. And they brought in Ron Howard to save the movie. The only amount that they kept from the original two directors, I think, is like the first 30 minutes of the movie. Which were the best parts of the movie. I think so. So you think that it actually wasn't crap and they were just... The first 30 minutes of the movie? No, no, the rest of it. The re- well, we'll get to it when I make my comments, but I... Okay. I yeah. I'm interested I, I, I to hear your thoughts on that. <laughs> right. So yeah, so that's that's why Ron Howard was brought in. Mm-hmm. But they were asking about who should receive the credits. So Director Guild rules state rules state that a person who shot ninety percent of a film would get directing credits. Howard only reshot eighty percent of Phil and Chris's footage. So as a compromise, Lord and Miller got executive producer credit, and Howard got the director's credit. I guess that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alden was actually the first actor to audition for directors, Phil and Chris. The directors said in July 2016 that they, that well, they liked a lot of the other actors with whom they read. They increasingly said the first guy we saw was the best for the part. I don't agree with that, but we'll get to the list later. Very passionate about this. I don't agree. I mean, again, he's grown on me, but I still don't agree. So Han bears the scar on his chin. They put a scar on his chin, which is only barely noticeable in some shots. It's a recreation of the scar Harrison Ford has in real life, which is also visible in every Star Wars and Indiana Jones movie that he appeared in. So I really respected the fact that they added that even though the scar isn't technically supposed to be Han's, it's just what right. Harrison has, but they added it because... Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it shows they respect that, like the continuity. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's always good to see. Yes. I was very happy for this. Woody Harrison was actually picked over Christian Bale as Han's mentor. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Very I good choice. That casting. Good choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know how Christian Bale would have played He would have been fine, but he's he doesn't have like the same thing that was needed from Woody Harrelson. I yeah. agree. Because well, Woody Harrelson's character really reminds me of his character in The Hunger Games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I like it. Like it, Fits. Yeah. And it seems like somebody who would have an influence over Han Solo. Like he seems like mm-hmm. a, yeah. you know, he, he's like Han Solo. Like his character was, you he's, know, yeah, a version, very similar. Of, Han. A version mm-hmm. of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
when Lando Calrissian says to Han Solo, I hate you, and Han replies, I know, it is a callback to when Leia says to Han, I love you, and he replies, I know. So just mm-hmm. keeping that continuity. Mm-hmm. I laugh. <laughs> that mm-hmm. part just makes me laugh. If nothing else for Don Glover's delivery. Yeah. The yes. way he said it. The way he did it. Uh-huh. Glover was like the perfect choice for Lando. Best really choice. Mm-hmm. Like, so good. This is the first Star Wars movie not to feature anyone from the Skywalker bloodline. Mm-hmm. Although Han does join. Okay, I, I want to dispute this for a second. Although Han Solo later joins the family by marriage, it is never said in the sequels if they actually get married. Now, if we look at canon before Disney, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. they mm-hmm. do get married. But looking at the new canon, they never say anything about getting married. Leia is still going by her last name, her original last name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it just, there's there's no proof of it. So I don't, what do you guys, are you tracking with me on that? Or do you think that they were married? <sighs> That's good. I, I don't know. I, I, in the back of my mind, I just kind of assumed they were just because of the extent of like the legends or, you know, whatever it is now. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, the fact that he yeah. did leave when Ben, you know, went crazy and everything, he could have assumed that they never really were married. So, yeah. I mean, to me, it makes sense that they didn't get married because I could yeah. kind of see them both not really wanting to actually commit and do the whole thing. Yeah. 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 Well, they're both very headstrong people. They're not exactly. really uh, tied down kinds of people. That's what I yeah, feel. Especially mm-hmm. Han. Dear right. Lord. All right. Okay. I just wondered mm-hmm. if you guys are on the same track on me on that one. No, I can agree with that. Okay. When Beckett, Kira, her name spelling is so weird to me. Kira and Han discuss Imperial stashes of hy- hyperfuel that they could steal. They mentioned Scarif, the Imperial planet that houses the plans for the Death Star, which we will talk about next week in Rogue One, which Rogue mm-hmm. One is Rogue One, a Star Wars story. I did not realize that. Uh-huh, so they did. I couldn't remember. Yeah. I didn't remember. So. Yeah, that's funny. Anywho, so that's fun. Kessel is controlled by the Pike Syndicate, and they are a reoccurring criminal gang from the Clone Wars TV show and recently from the Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Yep, which I added that because they have not updated the trivia yet. Let's see here. The word Wookiee was inspired by Bill Wookiee, spelled differently, a friend of actor Terrence Mc. McGovern. McGovern portrayed a robot cop in George Lucas's THX 11338, improvising the line, I think I ran over a Wookiee back there. I did not realize Wookiees came from a different movie that Lucas, like inspiration from a different movie. So I thought that was yeah. interesting. I still have to see that. I've never seen that. I'm never either. Let's see here. When Han and Lando first meet during the Sabacc game, he claims he owns a VC a VCX 100. In Star Wars Rebels, the ghost is a VCX 100. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So we'll talk, I think they're in three, two weeks. Two weeks we'll be talking about Rebels. Yeah. Let's see here. The This is the second live action Star Wars movie not to open with a narrative crawl, which is mm-hmm. just so weird. I, I don't, yeah. Yeah. A standard narrative text is shown in place of the narrative crawl. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think I'm ever going to get used to that. Like a Star mm-hmm. Wars movie without it. It's just, it's so weird. Mm-hmm. I know. I remember sitting in the theater for Rogue One and no crawl came up. I'm like, right, just wait, like, what, mm-hmm. what happened? 
Where's I mean, their I, crawl? I, I get it because I guess they're reserving it for the Skywalker era, but it's just. It but why does it have to weird. be weird? Why does it have to be for the Skywalker era? I don't know. I don't know. It's just that they're trying to differentiate it, I guess, or because I guess they're technically not part of a, a saga. Like there's not an ongoing thing that all mm-hmm. the movies are self-contained. True. So that could be yeah. the reasoning behind it. But literally be inserted into the saga it literally has yeah. the end of new hope on it no it can't it's it's episode 3.5 basically pretty much <laughs> love it it's a side story mm-hmm. but we'll get into that next week yeah. let's see here this is the first star wars film in which c3po and r2d2 did not appear probably mm-hmm. another reason why i didn't like it i didn't have my droids are they in rogue one Oh, they're like they had a the brief end. moment in Rogue. They have that brief moment at the end. Yeah. L three is funny, but I have thoughts on her later. Okay. Okay. Charlie Cox lobbied for the title role and even had a screen test with the producers. He was eventually turned down as they fe- feared that his tendency not to keep eye contact, a trait required for his portrayal of a blind man in Daredevil, weakens the character portrayal. So Charlie Cox was really close to being Han Solo. He's the I I think Alden looks more like Han than Charlie. Yeah, I agree with that. Because Charlie, I just see. Do you guys ever see Stardust? I'm not familiar with that. Mm -hmm. It's a fantastical movie. It's more of like a chick flick fantastical movie, and he's like the main character, and he had like a rugged look for a moment, and it just it wouldn't. I don't know. It just wouldn't work. I don't know. I mean. That I I wouldn't be able to stop seeing Matt Murdock. Oh, for Daredevil? Yeah, from Daredevil. Gotcha. Uh, let's see here. When Han and Q- this, I don't think this is right. So according to IMBD, I don't believe this. When Han and Kira kiss aboard the Millennium Falcon, they're in the same room where Han and Leia kiss in the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I I really don't think this is right because they're in a closet yeah mm-hmm. and when han and leia kiss they're in like she's like fixing something in a hallway so i think someone's a little backwards on this hmm. anybody else like do you it looked like a, Dan, a, i don't know it, it looked like it was a combination of both because obviously mm-hmm. he could walk through it whatever it yeah. was but like she was fixing something that was sort of fixed into a little corner that could have looked like a closet so I remember like with her they they kiss and then c3po comes through the front entrance right. and she goes mm-hmm. out the back but right. where they were was like a one entrance closet she they were doing the capes well you have to remember too i mean this is like because when lando had it he made a whole bunch of changes and moderations to it so it could have just been the same room they just knocked that wall out you know what i mean like but why would there re- be like pipes and stuff in the closet well that's I, like well if it's a freighter it would be for like you know storage and stuff like that. So, but it would also probably be like a like a warehouse or like a back you know area where there would be pipes and you know switches and stuff like that. But also kind of a walkthrough because you would need it for storage and kind of like Serenity and Firefly, where just these little nooks. But Lando, mm-hmm. being Lando, be like, not nah, transform this into a closet because he's Lando. Okay. So, but I feel I like know, if we have still, to, it still just doesn't look. I, I guess the look just doesn't. It's not if, clicking in my brain. If you have to explain it that much, though, then I feel like it's probably not the same. Probably that's because <laughs> then that's, you're like trying to explain it away, and it's then, a common thing with the Disney films. Like we're having to explain a lot. In, yeah, like, then I would just be like, I don't know where you got that from yeah. that it was the same. Yeah, just I to put like that to, in there as know. fact, you know. Well, and the fact that 
they'd even put it on IMBD and like what why yeah. are you just trying to make us angry like what what's going on they're trying to do fan service but they're bad at it yeah mm -hmm. Yeah. So Michael Kenneth Williams was actually originally casted as Drayden Voss and actually shot various scenes with Phil and Chris directing the film. He was unable to return to the set for reshots after Howard took over and the role was recasted to Paul Bettany. Oh. Bettany. Interesting. Hmm. Yep. I have no clue who Michael Kenneth Williams is. I don't say I'm trying to figure out what he I don't no know. Clue. I can't remember. I even look I remember I looked. Oh. Oh, uh, I know who that is. I kind of know who he is. He's on The Wire, so that's why I know who he is. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen The Wire. Let's see here. Early versions of Han and Chewie's meeting involved a saloon-style brawl in a bombed-out building on Mimba. Mimban. <laughs> that would have been funny, too. Really that would have been. Oh, let's see here. The casting of Sola was one of the longest processes since Universal Search for Christian Grey and Fifty Shades of Grey. Wow. And they took a long time to find Christian Grey. That's weird. Not that I've ever watched those movies, but I've uh, heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was like Fairly. big news at the time. So, yeah. yeah. So let's Here talk about the list. Here we go. <laughs> okay. But you've got to no. admit, some of these could potentially be Han. Some. I don't well, know. Not all of these. them. I don't know some of these people. Oh my gosh. Press. See, I know all of them. Okay, so Dave Franco is other Franco's younger oh, brother. Oh, yeah, James Franco's brother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Aaron Taylor Johnson is Quicksilver in Avengers Ultron. Okay. Miles Teller, oh, okay. he, I don't know what he was in that you would know. Miles Teller, he was, I mean, he was in dirt, the remake of Footloose, but I don't, he's in other things. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, um, okay. Some other stuff. Nick Robinson, Leo Howard, I don't know them. Tony Oler, Chandler Riggs, I don't know. Hunter Parrish, he was in, shoot, 17 again. He was the bully. I don't know if that you guys was, ever saw that. I didn't see that. Rami Malek was, played Queen. He was the main guy in Queen. The movie about Queen. Oh, I didn't see it. Well, just, I haven't seen it. I just know he's. Gotcha. Yeah. Let's see here. Landon Liber. I don't know him. Ed Westwick. He is in Gossip Girl. Again, probably not one you know, but he has a somewhat of a, in my opinion, a Han stare. Tom Felton is Mr. Draco. Okay. Yeah. I don't think Tom could pull it off. There's no way I, I could not see Tom. him. <laughs> I do love me some Tom. Mm -hmm. Ben K, Eddie Westcott, Westcott Joshua Sass. Logan Learman. Logan Learman played, oh, the horrible version of Percy Jackson in the movies. Oh, I didn't know that was his name. That's him. Ansel Elgott. He's the main character. He was the main character in the John or John Green movie. The Fault in Our Stars. Yes. Thank you. Fault in Our Stars. Jack Rayner. Colton Haynes. Colton Haynes is in Green Arrow. Okay. Max Theorat, he's in The Pacifier and some other stuff. Scott Eastwood is, okay, I'll keep going. But Scott Eastwood, as in Clint Eastwood's Clint son. Eastwood son. Okay. Yeah. okay. Looks wise, I could see, I've never seen a Mac. I, yeah, I could see that based on the face. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Chris Pratt, Emery mm -hmm. Cohen, Alden, of course. Taron Edgerton, he, oh, he was in... I haven't seen it yet. Kingsman. Uh, Kingsman the mm -hmm. second Kingsman movie. 
I didn't see that. And he was um he was also oh, in something else. Oh my gosh. Why am I blanking on his name? I hate my life right now. I can't think of. Yeah. Jack O'Connell and Blake <laughs> Jenner all Blake Jenner. That isn't like a Jenner Jenner, is it? I don't know who that is. I don't know. Yeah. All screen tested for young Han Solo. So I might have like in my rage put a bunch of names that I like. You I did with all of these. You did. <laughs> and I'm just these. like, really? Okay. I think Franco could have potentially been one. I've seen him in a couple movies, seen him in a couple mm-hmm. things, and he has that swagger attitude. Right. So he could have been a potential. Miles could have also been a potential. I think he's too tall though. Yeah. I don't think Felton could do it. I just love Tom Felton. Mm-hmm. Just an excuse to see him. It was just exactly. an excuse. It would just be an excuse to see him. I think Ed potentially could have had something. Colton Haynes, I also think could have potentially. But my big one that I really think my my one that I would have chosen over Alden is Eastwood. Because yes. I I could see that. I look at Han Solo as kind of like a weird Clint Eastwood character. Oh, for sure. And Scott, I've seen Scott in movie like movies where he has that Eastwood swagger as well. He's just like his dad, sort of deal gotcha. mannerisms. And I really think he would have been a great choice for Han Solo. I can see it. He's also not as grimacing as his father, so he could have yeah. that sort of like you know heartthrob. Oh, kind of he thing. is a without heartthrob. Being pretty. Yeah, I mean he is a heartthrob, but I mean he like without being too pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, I laughed when I saw Chris Pratt on this list. I'm like, like no. Instantly. It's like, no. okay, we're just putting Star Lord in here. Like instantly, no. No. He's got his own version of Han Solo. Mm-mm. Oh, it wouldn't Pass. have worked. Yeah. Pass. It would have been weird. But yeah. So that's the list that that tech that screen tested for for Han and okay. Alden beat them all out. Interesting. I don't know how. I really don't know how. But anyhow, that's the last thing. Any any thoughts on any of those people? I could see Taron Edgerton doing it. Because mm-hmm. he's a good, I think he yeah. could get into it. You know, playing Han. I feel like I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think if, mm-hmm. I, if Dave Franco did it, I would have just had seen Dave Franco. That's like, how I feel too. He reminds me too much of his brother. I don't think I would have seen Han. Yeah. Even though I love Dave Franco, I don't think I could have done it. Yeah, I like I it. I've seen just, Dave in a lot of things, so I would it I, probably would have been okay. I saw him in that movie, uh, the one he was in with Seth Rogen, uh, the frat yeah, house one. The frat house. Oh, one. the neighbors. Yeah. The neighbors. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what with, I keep with thinking. With Efron. Of. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I would have kept seeing that. I would have kept seeing like a frat guy yeah. as Han Solo. I can see that. Yeah. I wouldn't have been shocked if I saw Efron's name on this list. I'm surprised they didn't go after him. I don't think he could have done Solo. No, but it, but I'm surprised that he's he would have fit this in with list. this list. Yeah, yeah. With the mm-hmm. People they did look at. Yeah, yeah. His name would have fit right in with that. Now, Ramy, I don't know if you guys have ever seen him in anything, but he he would have been another thought. Just the character of Lando. He would have been one that I'm like, you could be your own Lando Calrissian. Hmm. Just with some of the stuff I've seen him in. Mm -hmm. But yeah. All right. Time for thoughts. Sammy, show your love. Go for it. I'm not like obsessed with the movie though, but it's fun to poke fun at you. But (laughs) it's fun to be over (laughs) dramatic. You are just too much. So 
I think it's a fun movie. It's like a space Western, especially when you throw Woody Harrelson in there. I don't know. It just makes me feel like that Western vibe kind of in space. So I just think it's fun. There are some questionable parts of the movie. I will give you that. Like when he gets his name, that's kind of dumb. The way he's just like, well, I have no family. Okay, solo. I'm just like, that's it? That's how we're going to do the whole (laughs) name thing? That's kind of dumb. I'll give you that. I I can concede on that being kind of stupid part of the movie. But I don't know. It's a heist movie. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. It it was fun. I wish there would have been more. I think, Dan, you mentioned it too. When he first meets the crew when they're mm-hmm. they're doing the first heist it would have been nice if some of them stuck around a little bit longer in the movie That's, it's what ruined the movie for me to be honest it, a big part yeah of it. i can understand that because mm-hmm. it's like they're in there for two seconds and everybody dies and then it's kind of like oh well okay yeah, well, let's just like, go okay, on to the well, next move thing. on whatever yeah that's your wife dude what's wrong with you that's that's not cool (laughs) yeah like okay all right i guess you just don't care about any of these people all right then yeah that would have been nice to see a little bit more of that i feel like they did a lot in the movie to kind of set up han solo and it would have maybe been better if there was less crammed in like literally everything from his name to meeting chewy to you know it was just a lot of stuff they crammed in and it almost would have been better yeah, like it would have been better as maybe like a series, which yeah. they weren't doing really until more recently, to stretch it out, give him a little more time to meet Lando separately from Chewie, separate, you know, and get the mm-hmm. Millennium Falcon. Like it would have been maybe a little less like all mm-hmm. thrown in together. So a lot happened in this brief little period of time. Yep. So that was well, that was a, a little a little much. And again, we talked about all the actors, Woody, Donald, Paul, love all of them. I think they were all great choices Mm -hmm. to add into the movie, as we've already said. I liked the drawing L337 because she's sassy. And I like how she caused all the chaos at the end because she freed one droid. Mm. And that droid went on to just, they were like, let's free everybody. And she just was about it. Like she was just like, yes, droid power. And I liked her character. I'm sad that she didn't make it because she was fun and and sassy. I don't get the insinuation that she was like in love with Linda. I don't know. That thing was kind of weird. Yeah, it was a little much. I I commented on that too. Yeah, I was. It was just like uh, this is so did I. Yeah, it's strange. I wasn't really into that part (laughs) so much, but the rest of it, all of her lines, pretty much were were hilarious. And I, I just. I like a sassy droid like you do. So yeah, and we can understand her, which is a nice thing. No true, subtitles true. needed, even though we right. guess yeah. a lot of what R2 is saying, but we can actually hear her be rude and sassy. So mm-hmm. I liked that part too. Mm-hmm. So the Han Solo thing, because you have all of this hate <laughs> for the love story, for the, the jealousy, right? Okay. All right. So I don't, okay. You I probably should have explained now. Uh-huh. I feel like I probably should have gone first mm-hmm. because my my hate for the movie, mm-hmm. I couldn't understand why I didn't like the movie when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. And when I rewatched it the other day, I'm like, I know why. Mm-hmm. And it's just the story with Kira. I don't, there's just a lot of it that I just don't mm-hmm. like how it's set up. Mm-hmm. I will go into it more later, but really that's the only thing I don't like about the movie. I actually like the rest of it. It's just mm-hmm. Kira. Mm-hmm. I can get that a little bit like my whole thing is that I know some of what you said like Han he's a playboy right like he shouldn't have that long lost love until he meets Leia right that was one of your points 
Do you still agree? Yeah, in my head is that I, yeah. Do I still agree with it? Mm -hmm. Kind of. <laughs> the the wavering the back and forth of. There's a lot uh -huh. of conflict. I have a lot of conflict because I have like this, I have this like my, my uh -huh. personal where I'm like, uh -huh. no, 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 no. And then I have this, like my other side where I'm okay. like, okay, I see where like the long lost yes. love brings it okay. into play. Like I understand it just personally. Okay. I don't like how they set it up. Cause I also did the research on like the canon of Kira afterwards. And I just don't like her. I, can, I, okay. I, I haven't looked at her character. I want to hear, I'm curious to hear about that when I you did. get there. I don't like it. Cause I was going to say to me, just from okay. my personal life with my, my Han Solo in my personal life, I can see some of the mm -hmm. character contributions in that sense only because, you know, from personal experience, Robbie had someone he was very much in love with. He lost his parents. He had that big blowout with his family. He felt very alone and isolated and separated from her. And that was very mm -hmm. hard for him to get over. And then he was a perpetual womanizer, to be honest with you, <laughs> for many years. So I'm like, in my head, it made sense because I've seen it in my personal life you know, until he met Leia and then he still couldn't mm -hmm. commit. And that's, that's a Han thing. But, you know, like to me, it made sense the way that they did that with the long lost love and, and her, her really breaking his heart and abandoning him and all of that. So to me, like I could see why they did it and it makes sense to build into his character and the cynicism and everything mm -hmm. that adds to Han Solo. So I could see that personally. Now her character at the end of the day what she did did to him and how she leaves at the end of the movie is really terrible and i really would like to hear i'm very curious to hear what you read about her because i don't know anything i was actually just talking to robbie about like we were wondering what happens to her after the movie i will tell you all after <laughs> <it gets> me <laughs> and and re-watching this so i watched it last year and when darth maul came on the end I remember when I was watching the movie, I was so lost because I was like, I don't get this. Yeah, I thought he if was you like, haven't watched Clone Wars, you yes. don't know what's going on. Right. And I kind of forgot he was in this because I think I was just so lost at the end of the movie last time. I was like, all right, I don't like, under was he a ghost? supposed to be dead. Yeah, I was like, he's like a ghost or something. I don't understand. Right. And so when I watched it this time, I was like, oh, now I get it because he wasn't really good. Okay. <laughs> so that kind of popped in my head. And then we never hear from him after Solo. So it's like he's there for five minutes. Like, all right, set up. Just kidding. Not, no. I know. And I'm just like, is there more? Like, I really feel like based on that at the end, I'm just like, so what happens next? It's yeah. all in the books. See, uh, now I, that's rude because I already have enough struggle watching the 10,000 movies and <laughs> the 15 TV shows. I'm not going to go read the books right. to understand what happens. I am. This but this is why I feel like this maybe would have been better set up as like a series or something where they could mm -hmm. kind of hash yeah. it out a little bit better and they didn't run out of time to tell the, the story of the movie. Yeah. And I feel like you can tell watching this too, like they switched directors and all that. So that didn't really help the, the setup no, of the movie and trying to re-edit it. So I feel bad for Ron Howard having to kind of come in and salvage it. And I feel mm -hmm. like it would have been better if they didn't have all that nonsense going on, but that is what it is. So yeah yep. whatever with the that part of the movie but and then at the end of the day though 
Han and Lando, Lando together is like the best parts of the movie. And I think when you bring them together, yeah. yeah, A very short amount of time, really, when you look at it in perspective of the whole movie, but I think they had the best scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the setup with Chewie was good, but I just think those two together really made the best parts of the movie. So, yeah, but I don't, I don't hate it. I think it's, it's just a fun ride. You can't take it too seriously, Ashley. Okay. Okay. It's not that serious. That's like trying to tell you not to take Disney movies seriously. Well, some of them I don't take seriously. I'll take it seriously. You have hate, you have hate, you have anger, but you don't use them. <laughs> That's because fly. I am not on the dark side or the light side. I am in between. You're a gray Jedi. I am You're a gray. gray Jedi. You're a gray Jedi. I actually didn't know about gray Jedis until I was taking a, like a Jedi. It was like one of those fun buzz speed quizzes or something oh, yeah, yeah. of like what jedi are you i was bored one uh-huh. day and i took it and it came up gray jedi for my answer i'm like i'm sorry what's a great jedi <laughs> like this what was before this? like i watched clone wars this was years ago right and so i like researched i'm like oh i didn't know this existed that makes i don't read the sense. books because there's like mm-hmm. a zillion of them mm-hmm. that's the problem and then how do you know which ones are like real and not real because some of them count as like canon and some of them don't right yeah you gotta kind of so um at least for the young adult one the ones that they mm-hmm. publish in the young adult one it mm-hmm. says disney hyperion so you know those are the canon ones uh, okay. like the new canon gotcha because at least where i re- the ones that i read are in the young adult section so they didn't do star wars novels in that section of books mm-hmm. beforehand so whatever star wars i pick up i know it's going to be canon now if i went to the adult section mm-hmm. in science or in fantasy science fiction that would be very difficult because there's hundreds of star wars books that were written yeah. over time that are now no more longer canon and they're oh just legend mm-hmm. and ticked off i don't know what word i can use angered <laughs> angered, angered a lot there of people. yes rage and hatred yeah oh, i mean boy. i i understand it because it's one of those it's like comic books there's just so many different storylines that For just real? go every other direction and they all mm-hmm. co- sort of had con- conflict with each other so i understand mm-hmm. why they did it that's you know yeah it's yeah. too much it's like yeah, I'm kinda, I, yeah. yeah no go ahead dan no i'm kind of with you sammy i'm like uh why i haven't read as much of the extended novels because it's just so much and it just like never yeah. ends exactly yeah so it's like i i pick it up every now and then but typically it's like i, I don't know which which one's this okay how what's the yeah you know it's just all it's just it's too much you know, mm-hmm. it's good it's just a lot yeah i just can't wrap my head around trying to figure it out and decipher it at all yeah. Yeah. Well, in the Star Wars books I have picked up are like, I, they're the one, they're like standalone ones. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. okay, I'm not getting into a, like Lost Stars is like one standalone. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm about to read Ahsoka. There's an Ahsoka book that came out on the, in the young adult section. It's mm-hmm. a standalone book. Like I'm, there's a galaxy such, but it's standalone. Like I'm reading standalone ones. I'm like, don't give me That's series. Smart. <laughs> or that yeah. I'm screwed. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Cause it's just too much. There's just too much content and it's starting to get like Marvel where I'm like, exactly. Yeah. Well, like there's cool. a whole trilogy book series on Amidala and like pre before she became like how she became queen. And then right. during all of like, it's supposed to be her thoughts and stuff during all of this. I'm just like, I can't, I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. Oh it's too much. Honestly, it's I don't so want to know what your thoughts are. Uh, I'm sure it's, it's pretty annoying. good. It's just a lot. Yeah. That's the problem. It's just too much. Yeah. too much stuff yeah yeah it's, you get treat it like a buffet you know hey this looks good you know this looks good pick, pick and cherry. choose mm-hmm. exactly. yeah i'm down for that yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all right dan 
Okay. I'm not going to razz on it. I... <laughs> That's for Ashley. Exactly. But my first point actually ties into one of your last points, Sammy, where mm-hmm. I said, uh, basically, if Lord and Miller had got to make the movie they had wanted, like without Disney, whoever interfering, mm-hmm. guarantee it would have been a lot better. Or if Ron Howard did it from start to finish. like Because the fact is, no matter how you look at it, it's one movie edited to look like a different movie. And it shows. Mm-hmm. And that's the issue yeah. I have with it. Because I was watching it the other day. I was like, the first act, the first 30 minutes are actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. And if what mm-hmm. you said about it was true, it's like, that's what that was Lord and Miller's like feel. Yeah. I, they should have kept that vibe throughout. Like, okay, so we're going with, you know, it's got some comedy elements, got some adventure, it's action, it's fun, it's kind of plucky, mm-hmm. like... And it's Han Solo just doing Han, doing cool Han Solo stuff. It's like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. it's a younger, more naive version of him, but it's it's pretty much Han Solo. Mm-hmm. And then once he hooks up with like Woody Harrelson's character, it's like, we meet this ragtag crew. So it's like, okay, we're going with the Guardians of the Galaxy vibe. Nope, <laughs> just kidding. Two of them die. And one of them is Woody Harrelson's wife. It's like, and then, and he doesn't even mourn her. He doesn't nope. even grieve her. Nope. It's like, hey, I'm sorry about your crew. Do you know how much trouble we were in? Because now we're going to be hunted down by the fight. You just lost your crew, bro. Are you going to mourn like at all? No. <laughs> so, yeah. So th- that's where it started to look. Cause I, and I, I, and I, I actually rewatching it. I didn't finish the movie because I had the same problems with it before. I was like, it's good. And then it gets boring. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from what I hear, like it was supposed to be because Lord and Miller, I know they did like the Lego movie and, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, which is actually a really good movie. It's not just a cheesy kids movie. Like it actually has some depth to it. So I can imagine Solo being that kind of like comedy, but like a heartfelt comedy, like a deep, mm-hmm. you know, that has mm-hmm. like those heartstrings moments at the end or, you know, throughout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, Typical studio interfering, like, no, you got to appeal to this demographic. You got to look at this way. You got to got to be done like this. And they just ruin everything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, studios doing what studios do. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, because then the rest of it, Han Solo sort of became a sidekick in his own movie. It was like, that's, the, that's how I saw it anyway. Yeah, but, uh, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. So. That being said, Donald Glover, uh, Donald Glover as Lando, easily, like you said, the best part. He carried mm-hmm. the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carried a big him. part mm-hmm. of it. Watching Han and Chewie meet and work together, you know, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, when he, I, I, I forgot about the moment where he finds out Han actually speaks a little bit of Wookiee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Know? He's like, Han's like, well, yeah, I speak a little. Now listen up. Like, that. <laughs> yes, that's very really funny. So, funny. Mm-hmm. so good. So good. Mm-hmm. So good. And I was like, okay, that's what I want to see more mm-hmm. of. I enjoy yeah. that. But th- it would have also would have been interesting to see that happen in a bar too. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. but uh, probably would have been the same outcome, just different setting. But either way, mm-hmm. it worked. Hated that. Okay, I said this already about the killing off to buy the uh, Beckett's yeah. character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's totally lame. I was impressed with Alden Ehrenreich's performance, and the biggest thing I I knew that it was going to be difficult for anybody to do it. Because anytime you see like a fan film or whoever, without fail, every single person is acting like Harrison Ford. They're not acting like Han Solo. I mean, before this movie mm-hmm. came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody ever made Han Solo. It was never like, I'm going to play Han Solo. It's no, I'm going to play Harrison Ford playing Han Solo. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But not once did I see Harrison Ford. You know? And that's what I really appreciated. I agree with that. You know, I like the way he played it. Exactly. 
And that's it's going to be difficult regardless because those actors have been so married to those characters for so long mm-hmm. that anybody filling those shoes, it's just going to be uncomfortable. I mean, I was a little uncomfortable at first, but he he did what he had to do and he gave it his best, you know, and that's mm-hmm. all I can. Uh, that's all I can. I can watch this. The hate. I can see the hate seething inside you as I'm saying this. It's not hate. I just I was going to say. It pleases me. It pleases you. Your hate pleases me. From what I understand, Alden actually had a acting coach on site with him the whole time for this movie. I think I heard that as well. And Harrison helped him out a little bit as well. Yeah, I heard that. That is where, see, those were things that I heard before I went into this movie. And I'm like, you had to have an acting coach the whole time to help you stay in character for this movie. Right. And so I, you're telling I, me you don't know how to play a Han Solo. Then why are you playing Han Solo? <laughs> well, again, I mean, he's trying to fill Harrison Ford's shoes. Like, exactly. How do you separate the actor from the character? You know, it's, I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. I can imagine it being, challenge, being a challenge. I think Remember? it's good that he had help to make sure he yeah. did a good job. You hate her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Let's see you act in a movie, huh? 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 Yeah, there you go. You can uh-huh. go, you go, go, act. Let's go see play you an iconic it. character. Let's see you do it, huh? Without an acting coach, huh? That's not. Oh, okay, of course. <laughs> Never mind. Go on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ashley. We have had other actors play iconic characters that have been around for a long time, and they do well without having to have an acting coach, like, aka like- Emily Blunt playing Mary Poppins. Emily Blunt's a lot older than him, though, too. And probably has more experience. I'll be honest, I didn't really like her portrayal of Mary Poppins. <gasps> yeah, I said it. I what? said it. I said oh. it. Julie Andrews. I said it. Not sorry. Well, Julie Andrews, of course, is the better Mary Poppins, but Emily did amazing. She was okay. She was okay. Ooh. You're going to oh. make her oh, man, I poked the bear. I poked her bear. Oh. Look at her. Look at her. Oh, She's no. going to lose it. Are you kidding me? Oh no. Oh, you are not invited to our Julie Andrews month. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. I I just I just she she came off as kind of narcissistic to me. Have she you came... watched the original Mary Poppins? She I never see I never saw I never saw her as narcissistic. Oh my gosh, I did. Mary, I I never did. Mary Poppins. I saw I did. her as very matter of fact. She was matter of fact about how she was practically perfect, but she was never she never lorded it over people. Mm, that's the way i saw mary poppins lately i watched them both recently and that's exactly what i saw i'm just curious i I just wanted to know if you're growing off a childhood or going off now oh no no no. i'm going off both well i I mean i didn't grow up with emily blonde obviously but no Mm. i watched i watched the original mary poppins from childhood and then i watched it recently and i saw i saw somebody who knows she's perfect but she doesn't you know she doesn't bask in her perfectness all the time and she uses it to help people. And she's actually sorry when she has to say goodbye. A narcissist wouldn't do that. A narcissist would be like, see ya. But then Emily Blunt, I see Emily Blunt and she looks in the mirror and it's just, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I saw like the White Witch from the Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> yeah, I said it. <laughs> this is going even better than I ever would have dreamed. I said it. I love this. Are you not talking about Han Solo? Oh no, I got plenty <laughs> more to say. Ashley's like, can this. we move on? I've had enough of this. <laughs> I, I got plenty more to. I'm, I'm... Then 
Speak. Speak thy mind, child. And be oh true. Oh my god, this is hilarious. Be true. Be honest. Uh, well, okay, where, where did I leave? Okay. I don't know. Oh, you I don't know. I don't know. tearing apart Mary Poppins. I, I'm not tearing her apart. I'm just saying oh, wow. I didn't really care for Emily Blunt. He just does not like her. It's a preference. Her. It's a pre- just it's like you don't, don't like, like Alden. Like, I don't like Alden for Han Solo. So but you the can problem is that we all have preferences. The problem is you're wrong, Ashley. Listen, Ouch. and Dan's wrong about Emily, so you know. Oh, I'm just saying. Poke, poke, poke. I'm just saying. Stop poking, Sammy. Shush. <laughs> Anyways. Actually, well, in my screen, you poked me, so there you go. Oh, really? That's funny. Because she's up here for me. So you're you're like over here, and then Ashley's like on the other side of you. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm, poke, mm, poke hey, everybody. Dan, Dan's down here. Ah! <laughs> and Sammy's up there. That's so funny that these things are so out of order. Okay. That's great. Anyway. You so, left off on enjoying, I don't uh, know. Aaron Reich's. Okay, yeah. So I yeah. got that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mentioned this also, and I agree with you, the idea of Lando having it a crush on L3. Oh, Uncomfortable and very forced. Well, you know. Very strange. I just, I, I chalked it up to he felt affection for a droid like he felt attachment to a droid like yeah the mm-hmm. way you would feel attachment to c3po or r2d2 mm-hmm. so of course mm-hmm. he was sad when she died although yes, technically there's there's uh, scenes where he like she's walking away and she's like stop watching me and he's actually like watching her like he'd watch a woman walk away and he like jolts himself true. out of it it's weird. Like, what just happened weird, weird 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 i don't it's like weird. that it's very it's, uncomfortable and just pretend that it doesn't is. happen it's strange i mean that's you know well <sighs> There's a lot I could say that's not family friendly on that, so I will. Yeah, I guess he was not. lonely in space. So how is he Lando? How is he lonely? He's more of a womanizer than Han is. I would think he yeah. could find a lot of women, but I don't know. There's I mean, another word I have for him, but again, family friendly. Exactly. But uh, <laughs> but, uh <laughs> whatever. But that being said, L three was a lot of fun. So it was. I give mm-hmm. it that. Ultimately, and I said this already, but yeah, yeah, it really was. It was one movie edited to look like a different movie. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it shows if they had, if they had either had one director do it or another, it would have been fine. Or mm-hmm. like you said, if it had been a series, it would have been fine. Cause you're right. Cause you're right. There was a lot in there. And that's again, the curse of star Wars. People try to do way too much in a small amount of time. Mm-hmm. All the movies that fail in the star Wars universe. It's usually for that reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. So, okay, please air your grievances at this time. Not all of mine are grievances. <laughs> so I do love, like at the beginning, where Han's trying to talk his way out of his situations. Mm-hmm. Very Han Solo. That was, right. I thought they wrote mm-hmm. that very well when he was trying to talk his way out. Because let's be real, he always tries. He never does. And he'll never mm-hmm. learn. Yep. Yep. You know, it just makes me think of like in in force awakens when he says i'm going to talk my way out of it and Chewie he like makes a noise and he's like yes i do every time it's yep. like no you don't we, <laughs> have, we had years of we have across mm-hmm. across movies that show you do not talk yourself not out of true it. yep so there's that i feel like there should have been a part in the movie where he said never tell me the odds i feel like that's a very han solo thing that i feel like he would have said when he's younger so there's a couple like stunts he does at the beginning of the movie or when he does the whole like he tries to go sideways mm-hmm. oh, and it doesn't yeah. work like I yeah. felt like he should have said something of that nature mm-hmm. the luck thing really bugs me 
because I okay Han Solo is like other than R2, the droids Han Solo is probably one of my favorite characters of the original Star Wars movies sure. I love him mm-hmm. he's great his personality is hilarious and and just is a great character so when I walk into the when I walked into this movie I had a perception of what Han was like as a kid I had the backstory already in my head it didn't match of course it's mm-hmm. not gonna match because it's my backstory and not right. theirs mm-hmm. So that's where a lot of my anger, my issues come from because I have my my backstory in my head and trying to get that out because I've had it for so long. I've had mm-hmm. it since I was a kid of what he was probably like when he was younger. So him believing in luck is just a weird thing for me because Han Solo doesn't believe in luck. He says so in his in the original movies. So it does make sense with how they did it, where he would believe in these things and have these things ahead of time. And because of all the tragedy that happens in this movie, Mm -hmm. that he would stop believing in luck, stop believing in all these things and become the hardened heart person, blah, 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 blah. I get it. It works for how they wrote it. It makes Mm -hmm. sense, but it's just not the backstory I see. I see the backstory of what they originally were going to do with him being raised by Chewie him being a smuggler Mm -hmm. since he's younger being a pilot since he was younger and not going into the imperial army (laughs) sorry i had to censor myself you did you didn't tell yourself a good pause there yes good on that why on god's green earth would they think this is that is a good backstory for han solo to be in that army at all from what i understand there there is a version in legends where that did actually happen there is from what is i understand there? That, no. that there is well then like, i'm off on the legends too like because that just if i was the one writing it it would be totally different yeah mm-hmm. so that's where a lot they just little things like that is where i'm like what are you doing but the imperial officer naming han solo i'm like are you serious like seriously it was a little easy what, it why was dumb it was yeah. dumb. so dumb mm-hmm. it's it's that fan service it's like hey it look at guy hey, hey you know yeah, wink, just, wink. Look at the audience. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. I don't. Ugh. Yeah, I didn't write everything down. I really should have went back through and watched my videos of my reactions. <laughs> but there, okay. And Kira, Kira. Mm-hmm. So being in the situation that they were at in Corellia. It does make sense that, I mean, he's supposed to be this good-looking, attractive guy. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's going to be a girl, whatever. But how the, her story plays out, I don't like. Mm-hmm. She gets a part of Crimson Dawn. And Crimson Dawn, as I, I read later on, so she takes over for Voss after Crimson Dawn's over. And then eventually she kills Maul. And becomes this big, like, syndicate person. Yes, I know. I did the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that, tell me, that's she, that. How that's is that canon? That can't be though. It is canon. No, it's how? not. Then they contradicted themselves. Because the what about the? In, it, this is after Rebels. This is this is a longer way. But we know. Can no, I talk about it? it or are we wait until Rebels? No, go for it. It doesn't We know sense. he dies in Rebels. We watched, didn't we watch him die? Or no, she, maybe she didn't die after he dies. 
no, no, Maul. She kills somebody else. Oh, okay. okay. I was like, Obi-Wan kills right. She kills so somebody like, else. Obi-Wan like literally murder that guy? Okay. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I put the wrong person like, that what? killed him. That was my, that was me. But when he is killed, mm-hmm. she takes over Crimson Dawn. Uh-huh. And apparently in the books has all these different like big moments where she's almost like a Sith Lord. But I don't know if she actually becomes a Sith Lord. Like I would have to actually read the books to get mm-hmm. the details. But just, and then Han actually apparently in one of the books tells Leia about Kira at one point. And there's just, it's just, I don't, I don't like her character. I, I don't know what it is about it that I just, there, you know, there's always just those people, there's that, those movies, those shows, those people that you just you can't put your yeah. finger on it but you just don't like how they wrote them or they they are mm-hmm. that's my little, thing with her it feels a little shoehorned in like it feels like it's yeah you know yeah i agree the shoehorning it's like we had to do something with her let's make her do all these random cool things and then for whatever i don't know it i just feels forced yeah you should have just made her like a like a undercover rebel like a spy or something yeah something Something yeah, but if like she Luffy. was if she was an undercover rebel or a spy, then she and Han could have technically been together longer, and then it wouldn't have worked out later with Leia. La la la. la. Yeah. Well, not necessarily. I mean, because she just went off and did her own thing, and he went off and did his own thing, and then they uh-huh. believed it more if she got killed. Of course, you not believe just Kira in dead. general. No, not just in general, but just mm-hmm. like if Han's gonna lose somebody. It would have been more believable to me if she died. Interesting. Hmm. So it would have been one of those, like, he loses somebody that's close to him and that kind of hardens him mm-hmm. kind of scenarios. I could see that. Because of whatever situation, like, it would have to be a specific situation of some sort of betrayal of her death or whatever. But I don't know how I would write it out. But mm-hmm. it just, it, I don't know. I just I can't put into words why I don't like her character. It's very hard for me, but I just watch it and I cringe. Not the actress, just right. mm-hmm. yeah. Kira. Right. Mm-hmm. Just the whole thing doesn't make sense to me. Mm. I think they could have done without her through the whole movie. That I can I can agree with you on that. Yeah, I mean, they it, didn't it wasn't, need her. Yeah. They yeah. did not need her at all. No. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't terrible, but definitely could have done without it. I think I just killed her towards the beginning and then had him go off. And there you never... go. Yeah, like it would have made sense mm-hmm. for her to die during the escape. The escape. Yeah. You could just killed her then. It yeah. would have made sense for her to die during the escape. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're, we're slowly putting her in the Jar Jar Binks category. It's like, let's not go too hammer time on her. No she's jar jar binks but in, in the terms of like how much we're hating her i hate on her i don't oh. hate her character i but i don't think they used her well that yeah okay yeah oh, i that can would agree probably with be a better way of saying that's what actually that's what you're saying yeah, yeah that's what they I'm didn't saying. use, they her, didn't well. use yeah. her well yeah i can see that that works yeah because mm-hmm. and then i agree with you on his crew i don't think they used the crew right either no. they literally killed them off so quickly mm-hmm. why weren't they there to be a part of the rest of the heist mm-hmm. exactly and my other thing is why is crimson dawn even involved in this movie <laughs> like it doesn't make sense for maul's syndicate to even be a part of it mm-hmm. because we don't see crimson dawn 
anywhere else in this franchise other than the books. And rarely do our video or movies or shows pull in things from the books. Usually mm-hmm. the books are pulling things from the movie right. and they do their own little side thing that has nothing mm-hmm. to do with canon. And they literally pulled in somebody that's not a part of the canon, mm-hmm. like the, the movie canon. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree I with you, Dan, that I, they, they, sh- they took two different movies and smushed them together and tried to edit it all out. And yeah. that's where it just kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's just a, blah, just a gobbledygook. Cause it's like, they get rid of the one crew and then they replace it later with the second crew with Lando and Chewie and, mm-hmm. you know, L3. And I guess Kira's part of that. So it's like, yeah, you know, it, it should have been one or the them. other. Yeah. Yeah. And just had a big crew. They just exactly. should have had the big crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was it during i will say like some of the parts that i do like i love how he meets chewy yeah i think it's hilarious because mm-hmm. i love like we love chewy obviously i do love how they like chewy rescued his people yeah. and like you had that moment mm-hmm. where he like i mean was that his wife or something that he like had that know. moment with i thought that was just some old older woman yeah like some sort of older relative it was a female you could kind of tell it was was supposed to be a female but i didn't know if it was like a mom or a wife or a someone i felt like it wasn't very clear yeah knew her but i love that part with chewy just showing that just showing that side of him lando's hilarious he just cracks me up through the whole movie because it Mm -hmm. works l3 I love her, but until she starts doing those talks of like, all right, girlfriend, let's chat. Like, what are you going to do about it? Like, what are you going to do? And I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> What's happening? Uh, and she talks that's, about that's, her that, love with Lando. I'm like, that, no, just too what? weird. Deets, dish it out. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. yeah. So that did, it, that did lose me a little bit. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah. But everything else, I do love that she becomes a part of the ship because we mm-hmm. can't keep her because we know she can't she just doesn't survive on mm-hmm. but she is a part of the ship and that's why kind of t- gives us that backstory of why the millennium falcon is such a good navigational ship that you right. want to be a part of right. so that's that was cool how they pulled that in mm-hmm. also when c-3po little things i like in empire strikes back when c-3po is communicating with the falcon mm-hmm. i was like mm-hmm. this has a very peculiar dialect Mm-hmm. like yeah because that makes it's sense. Oh, sense. it's all three yeah that makes, oh, that, that makes it so much better yeah makes it so much better and i i like when um they're going to fly and chewy sits down kind of reluctantly in the back and he kind uh-huh. of has like sad face because he yes. knows he knows he's yeah. he can fly so much better mm-hmm. yeah and kira's like you know what chewy take take the seat it's like it's that's fine. the best thing you've done the whole movie kira <laughs> right. it's the only good thing you've done this whole movie and then I love the when he wins the Millennium Falcon. Like I yeah. love how mm-hmm. he gets that card out, and mm-hmm. we see mm-hmm. how they went. We mm-hmm. see how he finally gets the Falcon, and mm-hmm. and during the 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 Maelstrom scene where like the Falcon's getting so beat up, it's like mm-hmm. okay, there's our Falcon, there's our yeah. our mm-hmm. beat up looking ship. And when they finally eject, like the first time I saw the Falcon with the the pod in the middle. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is that? That's mm-hmm. not the Falcon. No. And it's so ugly. And then when they finally ejected it, I'm like, thank you. There is our Falcon. There it is. That's how that happens. Okay. It's ironic <laughs> how the one that was supposed to be clean is the one that's the ugliest look. I know. Yeah. 
well, I don't like the inside either. It's too polished. It's Way like, oh, it's Lando. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very Lando. <laughs> yeah. You'd think Lando would have more like color in there, like, you know, just, which I, then again, I guess it looks, it does have a look, uh, look like Cloud City did. It does. Yeah. It has a Cloud City that look. bad. Mm-hmm. You're, you are not wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that does make sense. Yeah. I can't remember. Did he kill Tobias at the end or just shoot him? Uh, I'm pretty sure he dies. I think probably. He I want to say yes. I want to say yes, but I'm pretty like I said, sure I, I didn't finish it. Did he die? I I'm can't pretty remember. sure he died. I was yeah. sad. Poor Woody Harrelson. Yeah. I do like Woody but Harrelson. He did. He portrayed him multiple times, and he kept telling me, "Like I told you, not to trust anybody." No. Yeah. Where else is that from? There's another movie that does that. I told you not to trust anybody. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade comes to mind yes that's it that yeah it has yeah. an indiana that's jones it. feeling so yeah i'm like why do i know that line which i'm so excited because i know for my birthday my brother got me all three of the indiana jones movies. i did see that mm-hmm. i told him not to get i'm like i want indiana jones He's like you want all four i'm like no i want all three <laughs> right <laughs> like don't you dare give me crystal skull it will not be watched there you go <laughs> i'm so that's excited funny. i want to watch them but i have to watch star wars i still have to finish rebels uh, true. I got to rewatch Rebels. I'm not yeah. done with it yet. Almost. but yeah. yeah, I'm almost done. I have like a season and a half to go. I kind of took a break. Oh. I've been it's watching easier to get through at least. Else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Easier than Clone Wars. Yeah. Very true. But yeah. So, okay. There's hate. I have some hate. But I also like, like, there's some good to it. It's mm-hmm. just not my favorite. That's okay. That's it's not one I'll watch just on a random rainy day. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's okay. That's and I think I pulled you over a little bit on the Kira thing, so I feel vindicated. <laughs> Who, me or Sammy? Either one of you. I mean, yeah. Kira uh, was just. I, eh. I, I mean, I, I yeah, I, I didn't care either way. But I, I get you. I get mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, is it just me that makes up these backstories in my head on my own with all these characters? Like, oh no, no, I in adult life. No, absolutely everybody does. Okay, I, I so do that. Dan, yeah. what like for Han, did you ever have a preconception for yourself of what you thought Han would be like or where he would come from? So, okay, yes. Yes, to answer your question. I I always imagined him. I didn't imagine him as a guy who was hard his entire life. I did mm-hmm. actually imagine him a guy as a guy with a little more depth that he never really showed anybody. You know, mm. except for when he, you know, he gets with Leia. But even then, we don't see it. Leia gets to see, you know, mm-hmm. that other side of him. Yeah. So I actually did kind of buy that. He was a guy who was a bit more of a, not pure soul, but a little more hopeful. Mm. You know? I mean, because first of all, he's, he's in A New Hope, he's the age we are now. So he understands oh. the world a little bit. I know, right? Oh, I know. oh, that hurts. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm just saying he's a little, you know, he understands the world a little better. He understands yeah. the universe, the galaxy. He's a little mm-hmm. harder. You know, he's doesn't, he's a untrusting of people. He just, you know, sticks to what he knows. We, 10 years ago, I sure wasn't like that. I don't know if you were still like, I mean, typically when you're in early 20s, you're a little yeah. more hopeful and you're a little more stupider, which he kind of was in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he, he had, people had a lot of problems with him doing the, stu- doing going overboard for Kira but I'm like again he's early 20s you're gonna do stupid things for somebody you like you yeah know? I agree 
And that's that, that's what I saw. Like I still saw the you know smooth talking nerf herder that we all love, just a younger, dumber version. <laughs> that of that. That's what he is. Was, you know, smooth I know. talking. No, I I no. I just loved the description. It was good. Yeah. It's accurate. Yeah. You know, so I, I I didn't go into it in that much detail, but I always pictured like that he had a layer beneath him that we never really saw. So I like that we actually got to see that here. You know, some version mm-hmm. of that. I mean, so. see glimpses of it in Return of the Jedi. And no, we just, we do, we see glimpses of it because a new hope, he comes back and mm-hmm. saves Luke. That's showing us a bit of his lair. True. In mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back. Oh, uh, let's see here. What does he do? Is there anything in Empire Strikes Back? I don't think so. Mm. Oh, going after Luke. Actually, everything he does is kind of for Luke. Mm. Going after Luke in the middle of a storm to save him and put his life on the line. Mm -hmm. Return of the Jedi, we see it in the, we see glimpses of it on Endor and when he finally like has those final moments, those moments with Leia. Mm -hmm. And then in Force Mm -hmm. Awakens, we see it when he literally exposes himself on a bridge to his son who's wielding a lightsaber that could right. kill him, which ended up killing him. Like True. we see glimpses. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've always been able to see glimpses of it. And I think that's where my brain for him, I'm like, I I know he has another layer. And I think his younger self would have another layer, but I feel like it'd be more in glimpses. I never thought of him as someone who would be full hard on his sleeve in front of everyone. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I always thought he, like, in my mind, even as a younger version of Han, he's one of those guys who tries to cover up that, that those glimpses with his sarcastic, smooth-talking, nerve-herder self, right. who doesn't want anybody else to see it. Because, I, I mean, it's possible. I've known guys like that. They still do stupid things, mm-hmm. but it's, it doesn't always have to be because you're lovesick and Lorne mm-hmm. and I feel like and I think the other thing is I just lovesick Lorne is just such a overdone concept in just all sorts of media where I guess also I that. wish they wouldn't have used it like yeah. I don't think they needed to use it for Han mm-hmm. yeah no I, I definitely agree it's a very tired trope for sure mm-hmm. it I is see that and how ha- when does Star Wars do normal tired tropes? True. It's known for flipping those on its head. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do that with Han Solo. Interesting. Hmm. See, now that I put thought into it, I can actually articulate a little bit better. No, I dig it. Instead <laughs> of my anger. I dig it. I just, I, you know, for, I guess I was always coming at it as like, at, speaking from my own life experiences, as a guy who has been in a situation where I did something stupid for somebody for because I was a lovesick Lauren and mm-hmm. got vehemently burned from it, spent a lot mm-hmm. of years mm-hmm. still making sure that I never get in that position again. And I became a little like Han Solo. I became that kind of like I kept people at arm's length. I, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, I'm high, you know, so to me, I sort of identified with that. Mm. Um, but uh, I, I, yeah, but mm-hmm. I, I see where you're coming from. Though. I do see where where you're where you're coming from, though. Mm-hmm. I like the differences though between Han Solo, Han and Kira versus Han and Leia. It's like you know Han and Kira is like puppy dog boy girl yes. relationship. Yeah. 
Han and Leia's like man woman relationship. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's much better. You know mm-hmm. what we should all aspire to. Yes. Well, no. except for their fighting, bickering <laughs> fine, but oh, yeah. he left her after their son went dark. We don't want to aspire to that. True. True. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Yeah, but because then you mm-hmm. lose, we lose all these years where they could be together and happy, yeah. and it just kills the love story for you. I'm mm-hmm. sure there was happiness. Which Star Wars does that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, they didn't live happily ever after, but they did live and there was happiness. There yeah. You go. To quote mm-hmm. Stephen King. Yeah, which makes sense because not every story needs to have a happily ever after. We're not mm-hmm. in Disney, like in the Disney realms. Exactly. We're in a totally different mm-hmm. realm. Now, if Disney doesn't have a happily ever after, then there's a problem. Right. But this isn't Disney. This is Star Wars. This mm-hmm. is different. Different. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because, yes, we have a happily ever after at the end of Return of Jedi, because everything gets kind of, but we're wrap, we've wrapped it up. Mm-hmm. But they're still lost. They're still torn. There's still mm-hmm. issues that are right. there. There's no happily ever after at the end of the sequels. Those will be fun conversations. Sequels? Are, oh, yeah. The sequels. Okay well and technically the prequels i was gonna say i was like mm-hmm. that too yeah. yeah technically also the prequels Not and, much and rogue one sequels and... had some happy moments yes but it doesn't end happy i'm talking the end end yes ray's alive yes she's like claim skywalker's mm. name blah, blah 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 but we literally lost the whole skywalker clan Every but somehow one somehow palpatine survived somehow but some, somehow no, I'm literally just quoting Poe. I mean, yeah. Somehow we can't explain it. Palpatine survived. Um, yeah. yeah. No, it's dumb. I agree, it's dumb. I'm just. Mm-hmm. I'm making. Dumb. I know. I'm just. Yeah, that is going to be an interesting conversation about <laughs> how Palpatine. No, because there is like something in the canon somewhere, like explaining it, but I don't know where it is. And I believe that it. was uh, heir to the Empire, where it's like his dark side residue sort of stayed in the place where the second death star exploded yeah Mm -hmm. and that was sort of pulling the strings you know in the netherworld of the force or whatever well and like because we learned that there's like all this knowledge in the sit so the sith crons and the temples they have all this Mm -hmm. like knowledge and stuff so and and what's his face the wise knew about how to keep be eternal and blah 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 blah. right Mm -hmm. so it all probably comes from all of that but it's just like that storyline you would have to for 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 someone who just enjoys star wars for like the first time like a sammy like a Mm -hmm. sammy who doesn't get deep into everything that's a hard sell for palpatine to still be alive i was confused yeah, it's but a deep us, dive. It's definitely yeah. Like for us who like have watched the Clone Wars, who have watched Rebels, who have maybe read some stuff, like mm-hmm. it makes a little bit more sense because we know kind of how George has set up the Force right. and what kind of comes from that. So it's just yeah, that'll be an interesting conversation. We've had a lot of random off-topic of Han Solo conversations, and it's been a really long episode. We still have one more to film. So we do. I'm gonna end it. Sounds good. We're going to end. <laughs> Pixie Dusters, mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed our back and forth and mm-hmm. Sammy burning me a lot. It was <laughs> Thank fun. you very much. Yeah, I got burned too. It's all right. It was fun. Huh? I got burned too. It's okay. <sighs> yeah, we both got burned. Sammy did not. How did she get out of here unscathed? Because I don't know what I'm talking about. So it's okay. 
you hit me with a good note. You know what you're talking about. <laughs> she knows, but I she know pretends she doesn't. Things. She's pulling the strings behind. She's I know brief the things. She's, is she sidious? Are you she dark sidious? I do lean that way. So, yeah. Yeah. You know. We would be on opposite sides. Actually, no, I'm in the center. So True. I wouldn't care. <laughs> You'd just be like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> all right. Pixie Dusters, come back next week. We are talking mm-hmm. about a movie I think all of us love and it's probably are all on the same page on. Oh, I don't think there's much. Is there any hate from either of you on none. this next movie? None, Perfect. None. I have none either. So we're going to combine and reunite Yay, in, back together. In, in solidarity on Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Yay. So check us out on Instagram and TikTok, Pixie Dust Twins Podcast. Check Dan out on YouTube and Instagram, Dantastic on Instagram. There's two A's in the tastic. Mm-hmm. Check us out on our website. I'm just going to say it really quickly. You'll find our Patreon and our other podcasts. I think that's it. Yes. Adios. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Twins, Sammy and Ashley. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe to the Limitless Podcast Network's own channel, Instagram, and all things social media. And we'll see you all real soon. It's Robert from Limitless Broadcasting, reminding you to tune into Limitless Broadcasting Network anywhere you get your podcasts, from Apple Podcasts to Spotify. Check us out today.